Hello, you're listening to a Talker Spirit Animecast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. Today's episode is a discussional podcast episode where we talk about the news that seems important to us, that should be important to you, and then dive into our community and answer some great questions from our community members. But yeah, we're from a Spirit.com. That's where you can all Spirit.com. I realized that that picked up really weird one time. Somebody showed me, and I was like, yeah, I, I get a little ahead of myself. And so sometimes it's all kind of blurred together. I've said otakuspirit.com so many times, I, it just doesn't come out right. Otakuspirit.com, where all of our links are, social media links, ways to get a hold of us, ways to support us. We greatly appreciate everybody that supports the channel. Um, but yeah, how's it going, Chris? It's going okay. Going okay. That is good. Mm-hmm. That is better than not okay. Yes. Yeah, it, it's kind of a step up. People appreciate that. We, we all know, we all like knowing that you're doing okay. How's the anime is coming? Are you keeping up? For the most part, yeah. <laughs> I I, I kind of kicked myself that we did our, our spoiler discussion last week, and I decided to finally get caught up on Overtake, and damn, it's a good, it's a good show. <laughs> I'm thinking of making a video tomorrow on it, and it's like one of those ones where I'm like, I'm planning on making a video on a show that I know barely anybody's watching, and I'm just going to, I want to get into talk about what happened at the end there, which... I guess it's one of those things where if people don't plan on ever watching it, it's it's fine. But um, I'd rather discuss it with people because, dang, that was a some meaty episodes. The, the, the latest episode was was decent. It was really cool to kind of see a perspective into the other racing party. But damn, getting into the getting into the photographer and all that stuff was like oof, like gut punch. I was getting really emotional watching that, and yeah, I think it'd be interesting to talk about. So. I might I might do a video on that tomorrow. We'll we'll see. As a recording of this, which may be the day of you listening to this if you're listening to us. So if you're listening to us, nobody listens to us. Anyways, uh yeah, I was gonna I was gonna mention to Chris before we started recording, I'm like, I'll just wait until we get on here. I was looking at our uh, Spotify wrapped. So it tells you like all the information about your podcast and how well it's doing and everything. And of course I can't really I can't get much of the stats from it because technically March ish we moved to Spotify. And so obviously the the stats are going to be massively skewed because now all the data, every listen is now being reported by Spotify. Whereas before March, it's to multiple channels. It's all to a host. And so it was, it was kind of most of the data is not useful. But I will admit, even last year, and I don't know about the year before then, what is the most viewed or listened to podcast that we have? Junjo Romantica season one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I seen this before. I, we had a rap one time where it said that, or maybe it was uh, another service gave me those stats. But I'm like, what is it with the Ginger Romantica season one podcast? It's like 2017. I'm guessing it's on like some website somewhere. Like massive fans of Ginger Romantica is, is checking out, or maybe Yowie fans or something like that. It's a website somewhere. Um, I did a little quick Google search. And I did find that Spotify has a a pretty decently popular playlist for ginger romantica and it has the entire ost and then has our podcast <laughs> oh gosh and it's got like 1500 likes so i'm assuming maybe that's where they're getting it like somebody just oh cool ginger romantica and they're listening to music and like yeah that's my jam because I, I know when <laughs> all the time i have a desire to listen to ginger romantica's ost man because that's a banger <laughs> i really don't know it could be actually good music i don't remember i i kind of block that from my mind <laughs> I want to I almost want to go back and listen to it again. I, I end up talking about it on the Discord and everybody's talking about like, oh yeah, I should probably go check that out and see what it's all about. And like, it's a really old recording. But I'm like, I mean, rest in peace, Noisy Entertainment, but I best they I bet they appreciated how much I guess 
discovery that we provided them with that. I think of all the recordings that we've, or all the reviews we've done, Ginger Romantica is the one that hits hit the most. So I guess good on that, I guess. So, and it keeps giving. We're just going to keep giving until they finally announce that Nozomi Entertainment is gone. <laughs> Whenever Crunchyroll decides they want to finally say, yeah, it's gone. Like, we're not, we're not going to address that until, you know, five years down the road, nobody cares anymore. Then we'll say, yeah, it's gone. Um, I hope Nozomi Entertainment is still around. Good people. Really good people. Passion is what, what I, I think is the best way to put it. Nozomi Entertainment had passion. And I think that was a lot to do with um, Sean Kleckner. Like, every project they did, there was passion in it. Yeah, granted, like, Ginger Romantica, it's not like they put much effort into it. It's just a Blu-ray case with a Blu-ray in it. But with a lot of other things, like, you know, the Captain Tyler and the Arya. Um, what's that romance series they gave us? I don't think I had you watch it, but I, I think you were on here when I talked about it. Yeah, it was a two-parter. Victorian like a story. Orient story? Was it in a Victorian story? Yeah, Victorian story. A Victorian romance. Yeah. And, yeah, the... the Setsuba Sensei. It's like, golly, that book. The the translator notes was crazy. Uh, but unfortunately, with that one, it's like, yeah, I can see the future seasons not having anything like that. I think they released another one, and it's like, nope. No more information. No no more passion in there, which is unfortunate, but is what it is. Anyway, so, yeah, that was a nice non-tangent. You, you're you upset that she has the... I'm just going to wait until it makes the noise, and then we'll laugh at it on the podcast, oh, and then we'll okay. get rid of it. Well, if that's what you want to do. <laughs> you don't get where my mindset going here. We have to have at no, least one... No, my brain... There it is. <laughs> <laughs> we have to have one kerfuffle from Yuki, and then we correct it, and then we move on. I think she's done, though. She made one noise, and she's happy. Yuki's having fun with the ball. Um. Anyway, what we're talking about? The Zetsuba Sensei, all the books and all that stuff that Sean Kleckner helped. I thought you were following. Up, I thought you were following up with something. That's fine, but yeah, um, good stuff, good stuff. But anything else? Side notes to make before we get into the news? No, not that I can think of. No, I'm excited for Christmas. I actually am pretty happy about this year. Like, I for some reason I just feel like I want to get into the celebration. I want to get into to Christmas again. I think last year I was pretty, pretty blah about it. Not not like the Christmas itself, because obviously getting together with family and everything like that, but like just December in general. I was like, I wasn't feeling it. I just, I think I really badly wanted to do some cold weather. I, I, w- <laughs> I was really, I was kind of really excited about it until, um, until my car kind of started getting <laughs> there's silly. Your, there's your Christmas present. And then negative. So, yeah, it's, 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 I, I'm, I'm really fighting this. So I got a, I, I, I got my Christmas list planned out so that I got a couple of, couple things for uh, a thing for everybody and you got yourself a gift a fixed car you have to think of it half full chris i'm not you got i'm not a fixed car partly you gotta treat yourself i'm I'm semi happy with it (laughs) treat yourself Um, sometimes but no i i it it was an unexpected expense and so i i i I had to cut back what i was wanting to do and just think you got a free rental for a bit Normally yeah, you have to pay for that. <laughs> yeah, you normally have to. Pay and for all that. you had to do was fill the tank, which I hope you filled the tank. I did. Fill okay. The <laughs> you better fill the damn tank. Uh, now there there was a couple of trips after. Did the you bump filling. the Did you bump the wall of it? Did you bump the outside? Did you get any dents on it that I'm not aware of? Not that I know of. Did I ever tell you that <laughs> the other brother did that, yeah. dented it, and didn't want to say anything? <laughs> I'm like, dude, he comes in with this marker that you get from like the manufacturer that like is the perfect paint and everything, and he's like. <laughs> I'm gonna do that, Yuki. <laughs> you lose the ball, Yuki. You lose the ball. You have lost it. Now go lay down. <laughs> go lay down. Um, but yeah, he just kind of comes in with like manufacturer marker, and it's like the perfect color. And I'm like, 
Hi, do you want to tell me what happened? <laughs> yeah, I was hoping I could fix it before you notice it. Dude, there's not going to be any not noticing that. It's literally indented. It's not just a scratch. It's a dent. Um, and yeah, it's technically under certain lighting. You can see it pretty clearly. Um, it was goofy. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't think... He obviously knew it was going to... He thought it was going to bother me. And it's like one of those things of like, you know, look, it happens. Eventually, I'm going to get that first... Did you find the other one? No, she hasn't gone over there yet. It's over behind me. <laughs> I thought I heard a, something shuffle. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was a fun time. That was a fun time. Anyways, that's it. That's it. That's it. I, I guess that's it. Uh, let's get into the news. That should be important to you because it's important to us. That's important to you. That's important to us. The official website, Chris, for the Fire Hunter. I released a new promo. It's coming January 14th, season two. Are you excited for it? Is this Daigo? It's the it's the one with the Tama girl, and she's in some weird post apocalyptic world where, like, there's weird uh, fire bears and and guys fight fire bears with wolves. Yeah, I didn't watch the first season. I'm surprised you didn't because it had the Tama girl. I know, but even though she kind of disappears I go and for a while. Watch it because it's Scott Tama. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 one of those shows where it's like, the show was so good on so many levels. Like the, it it had it oozed world. And atmosphere, like it, the world itself that it built, was super fascinating. This I idea there was a lot of things that were really kind of cool about the whole idea. It was supposed to be a, a love letter to the old, the old shows and all that. It stuff. It had a lot of veterans involved, yeah. Um, but no, it, 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 its story itself is not technically tied into anything like that. But it's just like it had a, an older group, veterans and stuff like that. But it, it, the interesting thing that came from it is like it starts out with pretty much our world. And then at some point, this disease or something like that starts spreading that whenever somebody gets anywhere close to, like, even a spark, any flames, whatever, they will combust. The person will combust. Like, they just set on fire. And so mankind basically has to hide away from all technology and get away from anything like electric and stuff like that because it'll set them on fire and kill them. And it's them rebuilding. And it had a really fascinating kind of setting. Like I said, kind of a, a world reborn into a new setting. And... The animation, <laughs> just not really good animation, and uh, the ending sucked because it was a part one of two. Um, season one just ended. It was just like okay, um, I, if I remember correctly, like the girls in a river and <laughs> stuff's going down over here, and it's like done. Um, I'd like to rewatch it, but uh, I don't know. I might I might want to read it instead or something like that. It's just it, it it wasn't a very visually pleasing show, even though. There was some good artistic choices in there, but yeah, the PV was crazy good too. I remember that. Remember when we did we did the preview? I was looking at the pre the preview, and I you probably were too, but it was like massive hype. Like it looks so good, and then the show comes out, and all those scenes in the PV looked really good. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else, no, it's like oh, there's that scene from the PV. It looks good, and then it goes back to stills. Um, the first episode was really good visually. It's just it just tanks after that, but. I'm still debating it. I will probably watch the part, the second part. I want, I want a conclusion. I want to see what happens to Tama. See if she makes it out alive. I don't know. She's in the water. Obviously, she's gonna make it. I think she was in the water, or maybe they, maybe they got her out of there. I don't remember. I just remember the the river and she falls in or something like that. Anyways, uh, the official website for Rascal Not Dreams Dream of Knapsack Kid has announced that the university student arc is getting an anime adaptation. So that's still going. I think we have like two films and then they'll be going right into they haven't specified what it's going to be. I think they just said it's going to it's getting an anime adaptation, which typically means you'll see 
if it's a TV or theatrical. I would uh, I would assume I don't know I don't know I don't know how, I don't know how long it is so and granted technically that doesn't really mean anything either because they can drag it out or shrink it to fit theater I guess it just depends on how good the theatrical showings did if the theatrical showings did really well then sure why not make another theatrical release I don't know I'm 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 now like three arcs behind <laughs> I, I guess technically Knapsack Kid I think was two movies so I'm technically two arcs behind so. So I still got to watch um, the little sister, the, the dreaming something, dreaming, the uh, dreaming Kohai and the and the little sister. Yeah. Uh, but the little sister has two. It looks like she's got an I, uh, little sister and uh, little sister idol. So. Yeah. 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 I got a I got a kid. I've, I've been debating the idea of getting into the light novel or the audiobooks, but I, all the other ones keep taking all my time. So. All the other ones. Yeah. Uh, is like too much to want to read, not enough time. And then keep it up with anime at the same time. Here's a cool one, Chris. Gushing over Magical Girls. We got a new promo and a January 3rd premiere for it. So exciting stuff. And it's looking as it's looking as thirsty as I thought it would look. Is <laughs> of course that one where the girl like really likes the magical girls and then she gets to become uh, a transformation, but it, it ends up being that she's the villain or something like that, and then she does uh, inappropriate things to the magical girls. And um, yeah, they, the the PV is pretty spicy, I have to admit, and it doesn't like they're really holding much back. There is <laughs> one unfortunate thing about this, and that is, uh, I guess, typical to shows like this or stories like this. There's three versions. There will be a TV broadcast version, which is following all safety laws and regulations to prevent people from seeing naughty things or hearing naughty things. So it'll have censored visuals and audio. And then they will have a stream, which I think is like, like on DNMA or something like that, and ATX version, which will be slightly visually censored. And I think also slightly audio. Some some audio will be removed, which is probably going to be things that are a bit too huffy puffy. And then they will have the obvious Blu-ray version, which will be completely uncensored. So that'll probably be one of those ones where whoever picks it up, please not Crunchyroll. <laughs> it's probably already announced for Crunchyroll. Maybe I just probably forgot, but please Crunchyroll, don't touch it. You don't need to. Just just don't worry about it. You, you know you're not going to like it. <laughs> but uh, it'll probably be one of those ones where we'll just have to wait for a streaming platform to translate it. Then we'll probably have an ATX version get leaked out there and then somebody can slap the subtitles because you know whoever gets it over here is going to get the even high dive is probably going to get the censored version because dnma and atx probably have the exclusivity on the partially censored and so whoever gets this license will probably get the tv broadcast version i'm just preparing people just preparing you before you go oh my gosh high dive and Crunchyroll are censoring it it's probably going to be exclusive to those two platforms and over here we're going to get the other version it's just it always happens. Yeah, just 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 learn how to how to uh, learn learn your Japanese and, and go watch it on, on ATX's website. There you go, bam. You can do that, or watch it over there, or, you, or yeah, you you put you put like a browser with the Crunchyroll slash High Dive version, and just have enough of this the the player pl showing that it shows the subtitles. It'll be off, awesome. and then you put ATX above that, and you play at the same time. No, nope. why not? It it won't be. 
Are you saying that Japan runs on a different time than we do? Like they're one second slower per hour? Uh, no, it's the the problem will be your um, if if there's added scenes, those scenes will be will throw off your timing. That is true, but they typically do like an overlay whenever there's a cut scene. I mean, granted, technically only my legit just cut the scenes out, but yeah, I usually with like um, a lot of them they would do like a replacement scene. But yeah. I don't know. We'll see how they do it. Sometimes. We'll have to look at the studio and see how they usually handle that stuff. It's actually a good question that we can look into. But yeah, that's 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 coming. You excited for that? Winter. Yes, actually, I, I that it looked absolutely fantastic. I wanna I wanna watch that bad. Winter's looking pretty stacked already. It's looking pretty stacked. A lot of the news that we have right now is going to be for for what's starting next next month. Uh, like Aniplex streaming a promo for Blue Exorcist, uh, Shimane Illuminati Saga, which is going to be revealing is going to be premiering on January sixth. So. Yeah, apparently Blue Exorcist is finally coming back. I, I think they announced that the more Blue Exorcist was coming back like five years ago. Because <laughs> uh, they did the, what was the Kyoto arc or something like that. I thought um, they they released that, didn't they? Not, sh- you mean the Kyoto arc one? I don't know. There was Blue Exorcist that came up uh, a few few years ago, so. Right, it was like they did the first season and then they did some something arc and then this is the third one, I think. So, I don't know, I heard too many negative things about them originaling it and then like having to undo the originaling and i'm like i don't know if i want to bother <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean i do want to watch blue exorcist but i be one of those things who just stick to the source material is that a light novel i think it's a light novel right it might be a manga i don't know more likely a, a, a light or a, a manga but I, I don't know honestly i don't either that's why i'm asking <laughs> anyways uh let's see what else uh ishira anime staff has revealed two visuals for the series and a beginning date of january 3rd so that's apparently around the corner i don't remember if we actually looked in this one in a world where the demon king has died a host of demigods capable of failing him have inherited the world a master fencer who can figure out how to take out their opponents in single... Now, nah, I remember this one. <laughs> this is the one that had, like, a crazy action uh, PV for it. Uh, but, yeah, a bunch of different people, and they're all fighting, and they're eager to attain the one true hero. Uh, these champions uh, each pursue challenges against the formidable foes and spark conflicts themselves. The battles determine the mightiest of the mighty begins. So there you go. It's the uh, race for the top of the um, seven great powers. Well, how many did they list? <laughs> Let's one, uh, two, uh, three, four, four. They only showed four. There's more than that on the the picture though. So there you go. Ishura, it's coming. So let's see here. Official website for Pon no Michi. Yet another shogi show. Can we can we ever get enough shogi shows? Uh, this one. No, this is Mahjong. Sorry, not shogi. This is Mahjong. Anime set in the prefecture of Oni, o, Ono Michi City. High school students uh, was kicked out of their house without a place to stay. And their friends, she learns uh, that Mojong Parlor that her fa- that her father used to run is now vacant. She fixes the Mojong Parlor and turns it into a place where her and her friends can have fun, cook, have tea, and sometimes play Mojong. And so, <laughs> I like that. I like how honest it is. It's a show about Mojong, and they sometimes play Mojong. <laughs> I like it. I like it. But yeah, it's going to be coming out January 5th. So again, another another January show. Cute girls playing Mahjong. That's always fun. Because they always do do it crazy. Because 
they will they will make it as flashy as possible so that you're <laughs> entertained, um, or at least that or show uh, show skin. I guess that's the other thing they can do. I'm not sure if that's implied that it's supposed to be an etchy or not. I I mean this the, uh, the girls the key don't art, look like the girls don't look like they're uh, etchy type. I mean that looks they just legit look... like Tempuru. Like it looks like the cover of Tempuru. Maybe <laughs> maybe maybe we'll see. We'll see. I depends, mean, I didn't, I didn't depends see on how like, spicy the girl with the uh, black and pink hair is. She's looking gothy, dude. Yeah, she she looks awesome. And she's the main gothy. character, I'm assuming. I'm assuming she's going to be the main character. I would assume that she was going to be it, but unless they're just showing her in the trailer because she's going to, it's just a character trailer. That's probably what it is. Anyways, yeah. it just it doesn't, doesn't feel like it a, doesn't look. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't feel look like risque. a. Uh, you would have seen some skin in the PV. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Anyway, Sinful Gear's coming back, apparently. I, I know that she's going to be my favorite, easily. Because she's goth-looking? <laughs> yeah, she's totally going to... She looks get... very Western goth. Right? Yeah. <laughs> she, she, didn't, she didn't look like a Japanese goth. That's the weird thing. Anyways, uh, yeah, Project Nymph... Uh, Sinfo Gear... I almost said Nymph Gear. So Project Sinful Gear next has Are been announced. Are you stuck, Andrew? <laughs> Let's bring you out of, the, out of the pit. I was just looking at the etchy Mojang show <laughs> that is not going to be etchy Mojang, which is upsetting to me, apparently. But no, yeah, Sinful Gear franchise has announced that they're getting a new project titled Project Sinful Gear Next, which is going to include a theatrical film. So fans of Sinful Gear, be excited for it. We have legit no other information for it. They even said that it's launching the new project in 20XX, which, dang, oh, that was their previous announcement. Um, that doesn't really help because that could be 2099. Yep. <laughs> they, were giving like, themselves, like, they were giving themselves a lot of leeway. It's like 2082 and everybody's going, where is my next Symfo gear? And they're like, we said 20XX. And then they'll finally announce it like the legit last year <laughs> it'll be it'll be in uh what, be what is it what it'll is be it? like august w- august of uh 2099 <laughs> it'll be like the, the like the government literally forced them to have to do it because they said that well it would be false advertisement otherwise so you guys have to make something They're like okay let's just throw together a, a one minute short <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah that that's passable you made it anyways that's that's happening uh banished from the heroes party chris that's finally coming back are you excited Sure. Didn't they announce that like right after the show ended? I think I they announced remember. the second season right off the bat. But that's coming January 7th, so. I think they already announced it was supposed to be winter or it was supposed to be in spring. But yeah, now we have a date, so it's January, January 7th, so. It'll be nice to see kind of the uh, continuing of that story. I did actually like it. I seem to remember that it was a pretty conclusive show, but yeah, I guess there's still a lot more well, they there, get into. Yeah, there was still some stuff that we, they could dig in, dig into, but no, it, it, you're you're right. It did feel like it was pretty much a concluded story. Did they even defeat the demon lord? Because he got kicked out. No, obviously. she 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 and went she, to she, she came went back to, go and, to him. Yeah, she went to. But him I, was, and, I wasn't sure if she went and killed him first, and then came back. I think she legit left the party and came yeah. back to him. So it's like, okay, but yeah, the the. <laughs> They still got to take out the demon lord, and that's when they started digging into the uh, the crap that they were putting in her to or doing to. Yeah, they got see, her story was really interesting. The hero, yeah. um, that stuff was really cool. So, hopefully, they can clean up some of their storytelling, and, and it'll it'll feel a little bit better. Yeah, and their animation too. <laughs> that's a couple weird parts in it. But yeah, like a, a rare case of a, a banished from the hero party story where he legit. Bez the girl 
And I, I, I know it's, it's like it's like that was the whole thing that everybody was talking about at the time. It was like, holy crap, it's a show where the guy gets in bed with her. It's like, why does it have to be? Why does that have to be a selling point? Anime. Why does it have to be such a selling point? Why can we not have characters besides just like one every five years that actually does that? It's just it's just it's just weird. It is a thing, though. Um, yeah, that, that's coming back, though. Crunchyroll has revealed a new original sci-fi anime. Chris, are you excited for a Crunchyroll original? Because they're always good, right? Sure. I can't think of a good one, but there's a good... Was Odd Taxi a Crunchyroll original? I don't know that it was. I mean, by Crunchyroll original, I mean they label it as Crunchyroll, like like Netflix. They say a lot of things are Netflix uh, original, but they're not actually... They're based off of source material or something like that. But like them, them doing a... A funding of it, basically, is what I mean. Most majority funding, I guess you would call it, is probably what they have to do in order to get that title. But yeah, um, the the show um, is called Astro Note. <laughs> it's called Astro Note. Um, the character designs look like they're straight out of Carol and Tuesday, I'm guessing. So I'm guessing the character designer from Carol and Tuesday. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Um, characters uh, right here. Um it says, yeah, it is Carol on Tuesday. Yeah, I called that one. I mean, it's not very difficult. I'm not doing anything special here, but anyways, yeah, it's a sci-fi comedy, uh, comedy, and it's set to premiere on April in April of 2024. They released a PV and a key art for it. The synopsis they gave is Takumi, a gifted chef, was just let go from his job. He lands a gig at an old boarding house called Astro Soul but hesitates to accept after learning he must also live there full time. What? He has, like, what? He hesitates to accept staying at an old boarding school house because he's going to have to live there full time? Like, he can't leave the house, maybe, is what they're implying? Anyways, uh, that is until he meets the beautiful and charming caretaker, Mira, and he's sold. The two begin to work together for their connection, uh, and their connections deepened. But Mira, uh, Mirai, Mira, I want to say Mirai. It's Mira. Mira has a secret. She isn't from this world. This sounds extremely familiar, Chris. I, I think they're what uh, two seasons too early or too late on this one. <laughs> Angel next door, <laughs> not not Angel next door. Um, Galaxy next door. Yeah, it's legit Galaxy Next Door, except for he's a chef and not a um, he's a chef and not a, a mangaka. Well, he 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 was owning the place in that situation. She was moving into his place. He's owning this place. No, in this one, it's her that pretty much owns the place. In the other one, it was him that owned the place. Oh, he didn't own that place. He yes, he did. Uh, uh, uh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's um. Oh well, she's also she's also not coming over from a cult on, a, on an island somewhere. So that's an, that's another big difference. And she might ha- she might not she may or may not have a stinger. We'll have to see if Mita has a stinger. <laughs> I do appreciate their character designs. I, I think there's a couple shots in the PV where it, it doesn't really look good. Like it's like you have to have the right shading, I think, for her design to work. And there's a couple of the shots where the, the, her design kind of looks a little bit cartoonishy, but it looks good. It looks good. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. There you go. 
Yeah, I kind of like like uh, the designs. I um, I I think the concept's interesting. It it, it can turn out to be decent. He's like, they're like, you have to live here full time. He's like, no. Oh, she's hot. Never mind. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. She's hot. <laughs> Life choices. You gotta. You gotta jump. You gotta take the jump when you can take the jump. You know. Uh, there you go. There you go. A journey through another world novel is gaining a TV anime adaptation, and um, yeah, that's gonna be in 2024. So that's exciting. I don't think we have a PV for it. I think we just have a key art for it so far. Due to a mistake by God, Takami Kayano loses his life and is reincarnated. Bestowed with various skills, he finds himself transported to another world. A pe- We're doing it again? I- loses his life and is reincarnated. Bestowed with various skills, he finds himself transported to another world. I guess reincarnated and transported, I guess, at the same time? I don't know. Anyways, a perilous forest infested with monsters. In that forest, Takami discovers what appears to be tw- uh, twin young boys and girls. So four four kids. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Thank you for jumping on that. I didn't have to say it. This is a dumb synopsis. This must be like a butchered translation or something. Yeah, it's the staff he described just, it. Just, so yeah, it's somebody just translated the thing. He just anyway. he just found a, a pair of twins and and one is a girl and one is a boy. We got it. We're just making jokes. We're making fun of the translation. <laughs> Based on the PR, yes, we assume that it's just a boy and a girl. Just that. That's it. And they look similar, so they're the twins. Anyways, uh, whom he names Alan and Elena, and takes them what, under the other his two protection. kids don't get get names. Apparently not. Jeez, dude. No, wait, 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 Chris. Whom he names Alan and Elena, and takes them under his protection. So maybe the other two are called takes them under your protection. <laughs> So they either name, that or so, he just dumped oh, the other two out. No, he's he, <laughs> it's just he didn't name one of them because it's Alan and Elena and takes them under his protection. <laughs> this is so stupid. Despite being surprised by two effortlessly defeat by the two effortless. Now it's messing up how I read. It's breaking me. Uh, <laughs> the two effortlessly defeat monsters. Okay, and, and never mind. It, it is literally just wrote weird, and that's what's messing me up. Despite being surprised by the two effortlessly defeating monsters with their martial arts skill, Takami eventually reaches a town and registers with the Adventurers Guild to make a living. And he's taking the kids or is he <laughs> dumping them in the daycare or what? He's going to use them. He's going to put them to isn't work, that, Chris. Isn't that child labor? <laughs> I, mean, I mean... That's the, that's the assumption. They're literally... Like, like, literally, you guys are not seeing... I Did it say taller earlier? You're not seeing the key art we're seeing. These these look like, like what? <laughs> three-year-old? Four-year-olds? He's just going to put them... He's like, oh, they're so cute. Oh, they're really strong. Come with me, kids. <laughs> let's go make let's money. Go, let's go to let's the Let's go kill game. the demon lord. Go kill them. <laughs> Uh, anyways, I'm, I'm gonna Pokemon get does not work like that, guys. <laughs> the kid's like, why are you throwing rocks at us? I'm trying to catch you. <laughs> they act like they're Pokeballs. Stop throwing rocks at us. Oh, he's like, damn it. They keep they keep popping out of the Pokeball. <laughs> Where's my Ultra Ball? I need, I need an X Pokeball. I need the, I need the, the Grandmaster Ball. What's, um, the, what's the, the ultimate one that... that Ultra Ball. I don't know. Ultra there's Ball another one. Yeah, there's the... another one. I don't know. 
I don't. I haven't played in a, po- a Pokemon game in a long time. <laughs> uh, thus begins. Uh, or did I read just about the part? Uh, yeah, he goes to the Adventure Guild to make a living. Uh, he's not going there to make a living. He's going there to use them to make a living. Thus begins a laid back. Of course, he's going to have them do everything. Adventures life as Takumi watches over growth of Alan. And is that what we call it? Is that, <laughs> is that what you well, call? Well, when you're when you're out with your Pokemon and you're and, and you and you do a lot of Pokemon battles, your Pokemon get stronger. I mean, obviously. So you're observing there. I, I just said this is not how Pokemon works. I just said that. Is that one of those that they say in certain sweatshops? <laughs> They're just having a layback adventure. <laughs> oh my god, Drew. Oh, this is horrible. Forced labor. This is going to be an interesting show to watch. I wonder if this will be the controversial show of that season. I wonder if people actually pick up on that and turn into a massive. Co- I'm. I think I'm going to make it. Every season, people. <laughs> every season, people make they fabricate things like crazy, and I I roll my eyes at it. And I think this will be the season I will fabricate something. I will make a video saying <laughs> this show is problematic. It's it's forcing two toddlers to fight monsters so that he can have a quote unquote laid back adventure. Um, it's the Isekai <laughs> relaxation show where he just has two cute. I wonder if they're gonna be like slimes or something like that. They probably they kind of look like slimes, or they, they look probably. like characters that would be like a slime character. Wow. Okay, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> what else do we have, Chris? Uh, let's see. We also have well, at least Katakawa. he didn't kill three hundred years worth of uh, slimes so that he can pick those up. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> what is the second season of that? I think they announced the second season of that. Katakawa released a new promo uh, for Villainous uh, Level ninety nine anime adaptation. That's going to be also January 9th premiere. So another one for January. Also, Hokkaido Gals or Super Adorable website released a new promo for the revealing of January eighth for its premiere. So. Those are all coming out next next uh, next month. Holy crap, dude! The seasons, are, the year is ending, Grizz. I, I it, it hit me like the other day. It was like I think it was like the the second of December. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I gotta do like all that like <laughs> end of year. We have to do our debates podcast. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have our community uh, picks and all that kind of stuff. And then we gotta do like the best of the year. I have to make a bunch of videos for best of the years and stuff like that. And then. Then we'll do it, and then we'll be going right into first impressions for the next year or next season. Woof. Just woof. At least a few really amazing shows are going in the next year. That's all I'm happy about. So many good shows this season are are doing two core. Anyways, what else? Uh, Official website for the TV anime, The Yokai Next to Me, uh, has released a new PV and visual for a April 2024 premiere. I didn't actually look into this. I'm oh, it's a cat. It's a cat show. Is it a is it a yokai it like, cat? It looks like a Natsumi. It's a Natsumi. What's a Natsumi? Natsumi Book of Friends. Oh yeah. Well, I mean it's yokai. <laughs> and Natsumi. Well, yeah, you even got the twin tail cat. It just doesn't look chunky like the one from. It doesn't look like uh, Nyanko Sensei with the big fat chubbiness. So I don't think that's gonna be it. Yeah, Leiden Film's gonna be working on it. So. That's good, though. That's good. Hopefully, it's a really solid story. I don't know if it'll be a... Um, I guess the question is, is it going to be a yokai-solving mystery kind of thing, or what? Or just a relaxed show? Manga takes place in a rural town and tells stories of the carefree, heartwarming, and sometimes mysterious lives of yokai, humans, and gods who live alongside each other um, and uh, each other in the town. So, 
Yeah, just uh, slow life uh, yokai. I almost want to say isekai. <laughs> slow life yokai. Just chilling and, and sipping drinks and everything. Leading films can really hit when they want to, so I'm, I don't have no doubt that they'll pull off something good with this. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited for that. I just literally seen this today, and I hadn't looked into it, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm for it. Slow life rural town yokais. Which, typically, the yokai stuff is set in rural towns. I think it's for the purpose of the fact that they don't want to... I, I guess yokai just don't like big cities. Or if it's just an aspect that it, it draws less attention well, when it's in it, this rural town. Uh, according according to, like, uh, the, the cyberpunk type games and stuff like that, magic has a uh, a kind of allergy towards uh, technology. That's why that's why night elves cannot be in in uh, in technological areas. They sneeze. Yeah, and and depending on uh, the 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 level of allergy, the more perks you can get. So you 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 kind of balance the two. Sure. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, Shonen Jump YouTube released a promo for uh, Maggie Lumieri. Company LTD manga getting an adaptation, which is going to be done by Moe and JC staff for 2024. So it, I, I don't know. The PV looks like uh, Once Upon a Playtest because <laughs> it has a bunch of girls in like what looks like a modern setting, and they have like the the broomsticks, which I, they look all technological. I, I I didn't get the sound effects like you know the Playtest one where it had like Honda cars and stuff like that, engines revving. Let's just like a Burger King sticker on her, her broomstick. I don't know. It looks like it could be interesting. Just a uh, corporate worker, magical girls, I'm guessing, or witches. They solve problems and stuff in in, in modern setting. I don't know. Let's let's see what the, let's see what the the synopsis says. What's your guess that the story's gonna be about, Chris? Guess the story. I haven't the slightest clue. It's uh, oh, it's, is she gonna be a producer a, for her? Like she's the witch, and she's like her agent. She might, yeah, she might be an agent, and it might might be kind of kind of like that, you know. Did we see her the big twig tail, twin tail girl with um, a broom, or was it just the yellow the yellow girl? Yeah, she just kind of has a business suit. I don't think we've seen her with magic. So yeah, she's probably the producer. All right, let's see. Nope, <laughs> dang it! Spoiler. I just seen the art for her and her quote-unquote magical girl outfit uh, her uniform uh, a magical girl a profession uh that undertakes the work of ex- uh, exterminating a kind of natural disaster called kai uh, kana sakuragi a female college student who struggles with job hunting is picked up by a magical girl starting uh, startup company and magical girl work life starts now there you go so she's a college student that she's gonna become a magical girl. I I do love the idea. I have yet to find one that's actually that actually pulls it off. I do love the idea of not necessarily the commercialization of said superheroes or something like that because it, it they there has been there's been several attempts at kind of doing it. Um, but it's, it's never kind of quite worked the way I want it to. It's almost this, um, kind of a play on the idea of the, um, the, what, for instance, um, My Hero Academia kind of did it. 
Um, One Punch Man kind of did it, but nobody actually kind of just does it quite the way I would love to have it done. Just kind of build this kind of system from the ground up and actually have this commercialization. And that's kind of in a way what this is doing. And, and maybe I, hopefully this might actually be the one that kind of scratches the itch of the way I want it to be done. But it's, it's, it's a, it's a fun idea that I just would love to see. Yeah. It's almost like they kind of all, they're all missing something. Yeah. It's kind of hard to explain. It's not necessarily saying, not necessarily saying they're bad, just that there's something that you just feel that's not quite there. I think the problem that I usually have is that they always they always start like they have a good concept set up, but then they just go a direction that I don't really want them to go. Yeah. And they are they get too big. It doesn't really ground it in the idea of just staying like a natural aspect of it. Kind of I mean Great Pretender sort well, not Great Pretender. Um what was that other one that was around the same time um with the the the, the villains and they, it was kind of like The Boys, but the anime. Um, I know I'm going to get hate for that again, because I got a lot of hate for saying The Boys, the anime, uh, because it technically came out, or this the original comic came out before it. Super, super bads? I, what the hell is a stupid name? That was going to drive me nuts trying to remember the name of it. Anyways, yeah, that, that kind of did a pretty good job of kind of keeping that setting there and secure, while, yes, technically going in a direction that I wasn't really wanting it to, that was outside the bounds of that kind of, normality but it was still kind of going with that same concept so yeah i can, I can see it i can see it working out but i, I do appreciate it. like I, I i agree with you i do like this idea of taking something that seems kind of very very um fantastical and trying to ground it into a structure is yeah. really what it is trying to normalize it in a world and put it into a structure that a society would put on it mm-hmm. that's that's the whole thing with like my hero academia it's, it's literally rather than the you know, Superman that comes in and blows up everything and saves everybody. It's literally everybody has these powers. So we're going to make it to where there's an order and we have to make it to where you can't use these unless you're a hero or whatever. You you have to you have to be a licensed hero in order to use your powers in this society. Um, that's the stuff that's kind of interesting. So, yeah, we'll see. And then what do they do with with vigilantes? They, they've got they've they got a super crooks. That was the name of the show. So nobody has to sit in the comments, but they'll do it anyways. It was <laughs> <laughs> the show I was trying to think of. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. What else? What else? We have uh, a new promo released for announcing Don 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 uh, manga getting an anime adaptation by Science Sorrow. Uh, Science Sorrow is going to be doing it, and it's going to be premiering in 2024. Which I've heard, I've heard things about this. I've heard, I have heard lots of popularity around the manga, but I've heard. I've heard this is going to be actually the one that's going to have a lot of controversy, and I can kind of see why based on the PV showing something. So we'll see. We'll see how how significant that being in the actual show is going to be. But hopefully, Science Sorrow really knocks it out of the park because, like I said, there's a lot of a lot of popularity around this series, and I can see it kind of doing very well if they do, they pull it off. A nerd must fight uh, powerful spirits and aliens. All vying for the secret power of his family jewel. So, who better to fight alongside than his high school crush and a spirit granny? Momo Ayase and uh, Okarun. Okarun are opposite sides of a paranormal spectrum regarding what they believe in and what they won't. Their quest to prove each other wrong leads to them to a path of a, of a secret of a secret crushes and per, path of a secret crushes. 
and Paranormal Battles, they, uh, secret, Path of Secret Crushes and Paranormal Battles, uh, they'll have to participate in to believe. Momo Ayase strikes up the unusual friendship with her school's UFO fanatic, um, whom she nicknames Okarun, because he has the because he has a name that is not uh, to be said out loud. While Momo believes in spirits, she thinks aliens are nothing but nonsense. Her new friend, meanwhile, thinks the exact opposite. To settle matters, the two set on to prove them. Uh, to, to this is saying the same thing again. I, I just realized I'm reading the same thing, but more 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 expanded. Uh, but yeah, it sounded like the second one made more sense. So it did because it was more expanded. <laughs> Uh, what unfolds next is a uh, beautiful story of young love and oddly horny aliens and spirits, question mark. Okay. We'll see. Oh, yeah, they also had another um, Suicide Squad Sekai trailer come out. I forgot about that. I wanted to watch this. I guess we can watch it live while we're on here. Or oh, is this the old one? It's showing the same scenes from the old one. Um, yeah, this is the new one because three days ago. It's just the same scenes from the first one. So hopefully it has something new in here. It looks like there's a couple of extra cuts in here. We got um, lots of explosions. As in, well, okay, that's probably the thing that isekai's them. So I guess that makes sense. You have to have an explosion that isekai's them to another world. Okay, we get to see we get to see Holly Quinn doing some drop kicks. We get to see uh, I don't know who he is. A potato uh, bag on the head, um, and looks like a, a. I don't know who any of these characters are. I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop acting like I know who these characters are. I remember the shark dude. Remember the shark dude? I don't know his name, but you just call him Shark Dude. It looks like it's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to it, and Harley Quinn looks amazing. And obviously, I this is legit gonna be like nobody's gonna care about this show except for Harley Quinn. Let's be all perfectly that, honest. Well, why why the hell else would I watch it except for Harley Quinn? She looks amazing. I'm sorry. Everything else in there is like whatever. I don't care. Shark face dude. Harley Quinn is on the screen again. All right, let's go. <laughs> and like anybody talking about it on Twitter is like Harley Quinn. Let's go. Um, she looks amazing, so it's not a shock. Oh my gosh, they put Bochi in the situation of the with the prison realm. The what? It's Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, character got stuck in like the seal away thingy, and they're putting Bochi in it, so she's gonna get sealed away in the box. Anyways, anything anything Bochi on your thumbnail is gonna get clicks. That's what it's all about, man. What else? I think that was it. I think that you was you it. started enough of a, uh, oh. we we started enough of a love for Bochi that that you're all welcome so that now people can just make money off of Bochi. I was trying at the time to sell people on do it yourself, but Bochi was a good second, I guess. <laughs> uh, Ocean of Co. During a fan festival, they announced the second season of Ocean of Co. is going to premiere in 2024. So that's news i guess i i think we can all kind of assume that it was probably 2024 or 2025 i guess it could have been as well so i guess it's good that we just at least know that it's not going to go in 2025 uh Kanakawa announced that third season of classroom elite will hit on january 3rd so that's coming back uh fluffy paradise is set to premiere on january 7th so the fluffy the isek guide into another world as a cute little girl and then i got what was it that her power is to attract animals and then, thus, she decides to to hug huff fuff wafus because she's a overworked office worker. So she decides to live her next life just if hugging it's not Tama, stuff. I'm gonna be mad. It's not. It's not. Sorry. Go ahead, rage, rage, Chris. I'm, you said you were gonna I'm, be mad, I'm, and you're I'm, not doing. I'm raging it. in my heart. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I said I was gonna be mad. I didn't say I was gonna yell. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see here. Crunchyroll announced that the second season of Tower God is premiering in July of 2024. So whoever actually cares about that show, be excited. Um, I really didn't like the first season. That was cool stuff in it, but I... Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Evex announced that the Magical Girl and the Evil Lieutenant used to be arch enemies is getting an anime adaptation by Studio Bones. So that's exciting. I, I Well... It's exciting to anybody that's not like, Bones has to adapt my show. Um, any, <laughs> everybody else is perfectly fine with it. Um, artwork looks cute. We'll see. She got like fluffy bloomers on or something like that. I don't know. I'm not sure about that whole design, but... I don't know. It looks like a, a romance. It's supposed to be based off of the manga that um, is by the late... I've been hearing people talk about it. I haven't really kind of looked into it to kind of see the validity of it, but there's a lot of passion apparently behind it because the... The original mangaka for this series passed away, and this was something they wanted to, they wanted to to, to kind of fulfill, like this ad adaptation they want to do. They wanted to fulfill it, so that's kind of an interesting story to go behind it. If that is true, I haven't actually looked in it to validif to verify it. Best way to put it, uh, but yeah, it's cool. What was the story? Is there even a synopsis on this page? Centers on Mita, a uh, clever brains. Uh, the clever brains behind evil organization that invades and destroys everything in its path. One day, a magical girl named, wow, Byakuya Mimori decides to stand up to the organization. And Mita falls in love with her at first sight. That's it. Good, quick, clean synopsis. Straight to the point. <laughs> He's in an organization killing everybody. And she goes, hey, stop. And he goes, doki doki. There you go. That's your story. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. But yeah, there you go. There you go. I'm so hoping that uh, Bones does a really good job on that. It looks good, though. We'll see. What else? We have one more. Decimi's better than him. Yeah? Yeah. It's a bold claim. That's Decimi, a bold claim. You're Decimi gonna is awesome. Send your hate to Chris, not me. Anybody who hates on Decimi sucks. Just saying. <laughs> Tell a Wedding Rings anime <laughs> got a new promo. Uh, apparently no longer available on the link that I got. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it's going to be coming in January 6th. Uh, it says that it's removed by of Uploader. I wonder if it got uh, if it got in trouble. I don't know. Maybe it, it might have been did. a limited trailer. It could have been <laughs> they, like limited time posted it. I don't know why you would. But yeah, January 6th. I was asking Chris earlier if he thinks that it's going to have uh, multi-versions too, but I didn't see anything on the website listing it. It is going to have it on ATX and BS11, so it might actually have a pretty uncensored version. And then Blu-ray maybe later? Well, I, I, I don't know. I just don't I don't remember a lot of etchy in that. I, I really don't. So Just a lot of thirstiness. Yeah, a lot of thirsty. Just that's for sure. I don't know. I seem to remember like a lot of cleavage shots, so... Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Anyhow, uh, let's see. That's it for the news that I thought was interesting, that should be interesting to people. So let's dive into our community and answer some questions from our community members for a little bit. And call it a day. We have a, we have a pretty chunky time to do some questions, so that's always good. What is our first one? As soon as I can get through this list of people we chatting We need more questions. People chatting in here. Yeah, we need less people chatting and more questions. We need more questions. Give us more questions. So we did Ira's. I see that one. Um, somebody answered Ira, so Ira yelled at them. Good job, Ira. <laughs> Come, buddy, Ira, yelling at people in, this, in the questions thread. 
let's see here. Uh, Vianney says, have you ended up seeing both sides of an a spectrum just that at the final to not believe in either anymore? So have you ever seen, have you ended up seeing both sides of the spectrum just to not to believe either of them because you looked at both sides, I guess. Uh, example, you are on A, but you see B, but you see B, but in the end, after talking, uh, after talking and thinking about it, you're neither A and B. I could, I, that's, a, that's a very broad question. I don't, or a very specific question, I guess is the best way to put it. I guess the better way of asking that question is to, I guess, give a good example of like maybe uh, your taste in something where you believe that you don't like something, a certain style of storytelling or something. And then when you finally experience it, I, yeah, I don't really know what that question has to do. With. <laughs> do you have any thoughts? Well, on that all of my all of my ideas as far as what he, he's talking about are vastly different than probably what he's trying to mean. But yes. <laughs> I like that. Vioni asks, have you ever ended up on the, uh, both sides of the spectrum just to not believe in either of them? Yes. yes. <laughs> my afro ate my dog. <laughs> says. I see. And that, that's the thing is I, I, I can only guess that you meaning one thing that I believe you're talking about, but I don't know that that's what you're talking about. So yes, I, I, there has been things where I've been on two sides of the spectrum and now I don't believe in either side of the spectrum. So it just depends well, on yeah. if that's what you're in re reference to or not. So, yeah, like in a in a sense of like just the viewpoints of how many things unfold in the world itself. Yeah, I'm we're yeah. pretty much like that. I mean, we're very in the middle on a lot of stuff. So, yeah, I can see you, it in that regard. But I don't I don't I don't know how that pertains to anime. Yeah, <laughs> I guess is my problem. And we're this is an anime podcast <laughs> slash manga slash light novel. But I, I mean, I, I guess to use it to reference anime specifically, I kind of have that viewpoint with a lot of things that involve businesses that are involved in anime. Like whenever somebody talks about some, like we were mentioned earlier, the whole censorship thing. I, I used to, I used to, at some brief moment, think that Crunchyroll was censoring everything. And then, shocking, I looked into it and I found that, yeah, it's not necessarily always their choice. In a lot of the cases, it's because things are exclusivities with certain broadcasts. You can legit look on their website. It says exclusive to this platform right here. And that typically means also overseas because they know that they could just. For instance, ATX gets an exclusivity for a naughty show and it's on a TV broadcast later on and it's going to be censored. But ATX, once they paid money into the brought the production of it they want the exclusive uncensored version they know they're not dumb <laughs> shocking i know uh japan isn't dumb these people these these production studios and these people buying these exclusivities aren't dumb atx is not dumb they know that somebody in japan could get a a subscription very cheaper to subscription with crunchyroll rather than to pay into atx and then they go over and they somebody uses a vpn gets a sub with Crunchyroll, and they watch it there. That's why they do exclusivities, even for overseas. But yeah, I don't know. But my whole point there is that, yes, I, 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 yeah, right there, I'm seeing that it's not Crunchyroll's fault. But at the same time, I also see that Crunchyroll isn't the bastion of positivity and goodness. I still see that they do a lot of wrong things. So, yeah, it's kind of one of those kind of fighting back and forth between trusting a company, not trusting a company, and then realizing it's better to sit in the middle. 
and just point out when they do wrong and they do right. Rather than be either a overly positive stuff about how Crunchyroll is the greatest ever and I can't see anything that they do wrong versus saying they're the devil and they do everything wrong. Uh, always assuming that they're bad. So, other than that, I don't, I don't know how it applies to anime. So, maybe just ask your question again more specifically, I guess, next time. So, Mafra ate my dog, apparently, is a username. I'm not sure how that works. Maybe put the dog on the afro and it just kind of sunk in there well, and then started the smelling. From, from the goo show, I mean, it's very possible. True. True. Do you think we, uh, do you think we, do you think the success of anime like Sword Art Online, um, we're going to get a new dot, dot .hack anime? Because of the success of it, we're going to get a new dot .hack anime. They still have light novels they never adapted. I wouldn't mind seeing an, a re-adaptation of Dot .hack. Um, I I believe that one was a... It just hit at just the wrong time, honestly. But it does have a lot of potential as far as its story is concerned. But it, it would definitely need a really solid uh, team behind it. It, it, it des deserves all the, all the good stuff that possibly we could give it. <laughs> it deserves the good stuff. It deserves. The it good deserves stuff. a good adaptation. It needs. It needs, it needs the unlimited uh, budget works treatment. Okay, there it is. Um, no, I I was looking into the production group for it. Um, looks like Bandai. It's mostly Bandai. So I mean, I, I guess it, I guess that would work out. I'm not sure. Like it depends on what you're talking about because like dot hack sign. I remember correctly, that was a pretty complete story. Yeah. Um, like, it, it, it had a very conclusive ending, and I don't remember any threads that weren't undone. Um, Luminosity, Luminality, that show was, again, another one that seemingly was complete. Um, I think probably what you're talking about, and I could be wrong, is, was it Quantum? Not Quantum. I think Quantum. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't, I, I've never watched Quantum. I think that's the only one I didn't watch. Um, but like the ones that were all the 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 um, the game were based off of. That's a lot of stuff in that. That's a lot of stuff in those games. I really wanted to get the HD release of those ones. Um, so yeah, I, I I guess it just it depends on which one you're talking about because a lot of them are actually complete. It, or it seems like they're complete unless there's some other story I'm not aware of. Um, would I like more? Sure, I'm always open for more dot hack. I I really. Luminal Luminality, I, I think, was the only one that was, like, a lot of it was very shrug, but it wasn't that very long. I don't I don't know which one I'd want to actually have more of or if it would actually work. But, I mean, if it's good stories, I, I'm always open for more of it, though. So why we don't get any more, it's probably because that is a possibility that whole train has kind of ran its course. I mean, yeah, it was trying to jump on the, the hype train for what Sword Art Online created is not a good thing right now. <laughs> I mean, even with things like VR MMO, uh, dude is, is not very popular. And even with, um, which is getting insane production values put into it. Shangri-La Frontier is not getting much hype around it. I, I think that that thing has run its course. Like the, the specifically trapped in a game. I think it's run its course. VR, uh, ASAC guys are still doing good right now. And even then those are kind of dwindling off right now. It seems like, but yeah, like specifically trapped in the game. I, I think that's ran its course. So unless there's something really good in there to kind of dive into, 
I don't I don't know necessarily that it's it's in their best interest to kind of jump on that train at this point. Not really. So it's 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 the only ones that are really hitting right now is pretty much. Um, I think I think pretty much and and even even villainous is probably going to be starting to uh, taper off here soon. So it'll be we'll, we we should be starting to see the next trend popping up here very soon. Soon, Chris says. Yes. Soon, and you're still way off the mic. I, I, it was, I was leaning back. I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> you have. It has been like ten years, and you still have no mic. Uh, what, what's the word? What did put it? Um, perception. Is it perception or like? I have uh, no ability to know where that mic is. Yeah, like you're not conscious. You're not mic conscious. You're never mic conscious, so I have to deal with audio where it's going noise humming because it's trying to boost you. Mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out what that that game was where they had like four different versions. I, I guess they never did any adaptation of it. I think Quantum was based off of it, but I don't think it is Quantum. Um, I the one that I started was just dot dot hack sign. Is it no uh, the the anime or the show the, the game. game? Was it that was a dot hack game mm-hmm. sign? Really? Yeah, it was um. It's PS2. I want to say it was uh, Dreamcast. Oh, I don't know about that one. I just, I just remember the one from PS2, I think it was. Was it PS2? Uh, Yeah, Dot Hack, yeah, there was uh, like Mutation, three, three Outbreak, and Quantine. Yeah. Was that was this one on GameCube too? This is the one I'm thinking of. It's Dot Hack, Mutation, Quantum, and a Quarantine. I'm sorry. I'm, it's really small letters from where I'm at. Infection and Outbreak. Yeah, I started the first one. I and I wonder how much of this is is ba- is. See, I I've, I literally have no clue about as much as I have watched so much dot hack. It has technically been a long time, like Luminalty and stuff like that was like what back in two thousand two. Yeah, two thousand two was Luminalty. Um, Sign was back in ninety eight. No, that was two thousand two as well. It says it says no. His theme is based. It's it's original. Okay, I was like I I wasn't I wasn't sure if this stuff was based off of. Uh, source material that they've actually adapted so far. Apparently, they're all original. I know that uh, Luminalty was technically what it was, is that you had Doc Hat sawing was where the guy was playing the game, and they eventually find that one person that seemed like they were stuck in it, and they eventually find the person in real life or whatever. Uh, spoilers. Luminalty, if I remember correctly, was where it was people investigating the mishap that created that. They were looking into the servers. It was like outside of the game, and they were actually investigating it or something like that. Um, but yeah. Anyways, there you go. Um, my Afro ate my dog. If they really ate your dog. BSL4 Frank. I guess it's AKA Frank. Do you, do your, I'm guessing, do your Pokemons defecate? If they do, then is there some sort of miniaturized sanitary system in your Pokeballs? No, they just sleep in there. What does yours do? My Pokemon are perfect. They they never potty. Oh, they're like idols where they don't use the restroom. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They're uh, perfect. It's self-sustaining. Mm-hmm. It's like they don't actually defecate. It just kind of runs back into the system and nurtures. Yeah, they're perfect. Do they eat? Probably not. Except uh, for their candies that I give them. That probably is why they don't. 
because you starve him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the dude walks in this guy's house and he's like, "Hey, how's it going? All right, come on in, man. Did you bring drinks? Yeah, I brought drinks." And you're like setting them down. Hey, man, watch out. There's my dogs. They're they're cool. They don't bite or anything like that. Man, those dogs look really skinny, like skin and bones. Yeah, and they great. They never poop in the house. <laughs> but do you do you feed them? Uh, what? <laughs> no, they don't. They don't cost me anything to have them around the house, and they don't poop either. It's weird. Gee, that's just cruel. Stop. <laughs> that's two dark just jokes stop. I've had this episode. Um, hopefully, people got sense of humor when they're listening to this podcast episode. Otherwise, they're gonna be mad. Uh, anyways, uh, BSL four Frank, uh, if that's your name as well. There you go. I'm glad we can answer that question for you. Veone pops in again and says, after finishing Mushoko Mondays. Do you consider teleporting the emoticons away like a tragic incident and put instead emoticons of a sense of bookworm uh, for when you start it? Also, will you consider making it another day or is it remaining on Monday, uh, making it a sentence Monday? It's supposed to be mine Monday, by the way, or bookworm Monday or a sentence of uh, the Monday. <laughs> okay, the first question. Do I consider yes, it will I will want to change it different whatever we're covering. So if if I do do a sense of bookworm, which I haven't decided at this point, um, yeah, we'll just do like a sense of bookworm emotes instead. That way the chat can have fun with those emotes during the premieres. Um Why are you asking Andrew something that it's not gonna happen for another three years? <laughs> yeah, just, finished, just saying. I just finished fifteen. We're getting there. We're way over halfway done at this point. It's good. It's good. I don't know what we're doing like um at least, what, two months per volume? So, I mean, what is that, like, uh, so it's like five more, was it 26, right? So it's 11 more volumes. Okay, two years. <laughs> I don't know, I could speed up. I don't know, from what I'm hearing, I'm going to be slowing down. I don't know, a lot of people say that it's going to be getting slower. You're going to start pumping down to, like, one vo one chapter per episode. Anyways, yeah, you said also, uh, well, I said another day. I don't know, I might. It, it just depends. It, I might do a poll at some point, just to, as we're getting close to the end of it, poll people and find out. I might end up just doing a poll just to find out what people think about a sentence of Bookworm versus ReZero versus, I don't know, Spice and Wolf or something like that. Um, Grimgar. Grimgar. <laughs> Grimgar gets one vote. It's hey, like, what do you guys want me to do next? I would vote Re for Grimgar. <laughs> Over ReZero, a sentence of Bookworm and Spice and Wolf. I'm just saying, uh, amongst this yeah. chart, it's like er, nobody's gonna vote for something like Grimgar in that chart of like I actually zero would stuff. love to have you do Grimgar. Grimgar would be fun. I really want Grimgar. Yes, but my my, I always tell people my want, my personal heart. I want to do a sentence of bookworm next. My sentence is is a my second, which is it's got a bit of my heart, but it's more because I acknowledge that I still want to grow the channel. Would be ReZero. Because yeah. obviously ReZero is going to get more clicks and more attention. So it's that struggle. Yeah. And that, I think that we had we were talking about that at one point. And we were kicking back and forth the idea. And it was like. He kicks Re really hard, too. Yeah, I, I do kick hard. Um, I'm glad you I, did I, that I on think, I think ReZero would be the one that most people would be interested in. Um, Ascendance, of course, is just that, that, that mine's always going to be a just a special spot in our heart. So. That one's a hard one, but yeah, Grimgar, Grimgar is absolutely fascinating, and I would love to hear Andrew talking about that one next for sure. There you go. 
don't know. There, there could become a time where I don't know. It, it, it's it's one of those things where I'm always struggling. We we had that struggle with the season where I kind of want to obviously and I am doing it is start to back off on trying to cover every anime because it's obviously as much as I enjoy trying to find the gems and trying to watch everything and try to find those hidden things and how much that's become such a identical part about our brand. It is not technically viable to help grow the channel because nobody cares about 95% of the shows in a season. Yeah. And so if I'm spending all my time focusing on doing that versus trying to do other content that people are finding fascinating, um, it is a bit of a struggle. Like, would it be more technically beneficial to the the at least the YouTube channel if I were to be doing Mushoko Monday, um, Bookworm Tuesdays, ReZero Fridays, <laughs> doing all three of those, and then just maybe watching two or three shows in the season in the week as well, like watch Frere and uh, Apothecary Diaries, um, which those videos are doing well, Innocent Shadow, which is doing well. Well, it's it 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 it, it goes into that struggle of. Finding the balance, because one of the things that we've always been is we watch all the shows and then, of course, we do pare them down. But when it comes down, it, we we just enjoy talking about all these shows and everybody does act, actually like somebody else going and finding out what shows are there and what what shows are worth their time Um and it, yeah, there is the aspect of we could be we could go the route of okay all these shows are garbage um and these are the shows that you should watch well okay that that's no different than any other channel that you you've probably bumped into um i don't know it's 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 a hard balance of finding the 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 right right place between wanting to cover at least a little bit of everything and finding branching out into other things and yes i do think that manga and and light novels are a good direction to go but it's at the same time it's like how how would you even uh start to approach that and i guess the only way, real way is to do what we're trying to do and and just kind of nibble at it as we go i mean i i love hitting hit hitting the audiobooks but really got to figure out how how would i even try to bring that into our our stuff like we've said before yeah, I, I think the, the difficulty that I've kind of faced with the idea of even doing covering like manga and light novels that I assume is much more niche than even anime. Like anime is pretty niche and even trying to get a good um, grasp on viewership for that content, which I don't want to make it sound like all I care about is viewership. Um, it is just, yes, technically, I'm not going to lie. There's a concern in me as a person trying to make it a living I do have to worry about viewership because if I don't get viewership, I go back to having another job. Um, so it is technically a concern. I want to be in a comfortable viewership. I'm getting there. Like we're like we're getting in that little I'm in that little bracket area where I'm starting to feel finally comfortable. I'm finally able to sigh and go, I don't have to worry about picking up the help wanted ads and start looking at other jobs. I'm getting to that point finally. Um, but again, it, it is that kind of like you said it's kind of a balance trying to figure out what actually works and yes technically experiment even what two 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 three years two three years i think three years three years into this now i'm still learning i'm still i'm still trying to decide what i want to do 
Mashoka Monday, I think every single week it's different. <laughs> like every week I, I, I balance how much I want to read the book, how much I want to cut it down and how much I want to just dive into crazy theories in it. So it's always an evolving thing. And yeah, when it comes to Sinus Bookworm and all that kind of stuff, um, I'm curious how I'm going to be, hon- uh, how I'm going to handle that. Additionally, I was going to cover this as well. Even though I joked about earlier the idea of having like, shoot, what what does it say? I just don't watch any anime and just do Mushoka Monday, A Sense of Bookworm Tuesday, ReZero Wednesday. Um, that actually sounds pretty good. ReZero Wednesday. Why does that sound so good? ReZero Wednesday. ReZero Wednesday. I guess it goes back and forth. Re. Oh. Wednesday. Yeah, it's, it's close. Anyways, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just, it's just, it just grabbed my head. Um, as much as it would be cool to kind of just do that, I don't know that I'd want to have that many stories in the brain at the same time. Cause you know, what would happen is I'd be like, I'd be, <laughs> I'd be like talking about like a theory that I have in ReZero and suddenly go, man, I just made the connection. I bet Subaru has an aspect. I'm just going to say that he has an aspect. <laughs> He has a was it what's the what's the web novel version of it? Um, factor. He has a factor. I bet Subaru has a factor, and everybody would be like, "Dude, you're talking you're talking about a different <laughs> different novel." I would totally get my theories mixed up. I totally would. So it's like as much as I would love to hit multiples at the same time, I don't think I'd be able to keep my head straight, especially already, what's going on with Mashuko right now. There's already people that are putting Rezero and Mashuko together. No, I know, I know. There's a connection there, <laughs> fan or not. There's a connection there, um, even with the the writers. But my point is that, like, I don't, I'm not good enough to be able to keep that much stuff in my head. And with what, no spoilers. What Mashuko right now is doing to me, like mentally, um, with like how many factors are at play. It's absolutely insane what this writer does. Like this writer is so insanely good at just having so many crazy things be brought up and it fits every single second, every minute of the story so far. It fits in because, shocking, it feels like he doesn't pull things out of his butt every arc. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I'd be able to keep my head straight. Like, it, as much as stuff has been piling in my brain right now just from that, I wouldn't be able to handle another story. Like, I'm barely keeping up with the other shows. <laughs> Anyways, that's a really long way of saying uh, yes and... What was the other question? No, I, I don't I don't know if I'd change the day. I really don't know. Again, I'd, I'd probably pull it. I'll probably end up doing a fun poll to see what people think what uh, stories should go to next, just to see. It'll, it'll ultimately come down to my decision, but I would love to hear what people think. Um, and I, yeah, I'll probably pull on what day, if anybody wants it to change. And if there's enough push, I think we'll do it. So There's another reason, also technically. Um, Monday, yes, it's because it's, it's a cool name, Mishoko Monday. Um, there's a lot of the time and scheduling and stuff like that's based on mods too. As much as people get angry whenever I change the time, it's like, I just want to make it as simple as possible. I am taking my mods times, um, from them. It, granted, they enjoy it, but I am technically asking, um, people to take the time out of their day to help me. And unfortunately for now, I'm not paying them. Um, I'd love to eventually pay them. I don't know if they care. Um, <laughs> I think they, I think... They've, I don't know if they're joking. They have technically admitted that they would do it either way because they just like deleting people's comments. They just love deleting your comments. <laughs> that's that's their payment. Is they get to they get to make you when you when you say something they get to make you unsay it. That's their enjoyment. That's their pay. I'm not judging. 
I'm not complaining. <laughs> they do a dang good job of it. They, every now and then, whenever my, whenever I'm like, holy crap, I just thought about, I'm on, I'm, I'm on the video premiere going, wow, this, this, and this. I cannot believe it. So what if it's this? And then suddenly out of nowhere, this spam delete, this comment was deleted. Because I'm reading up here. I always read like five seconds into people's comments. It, it's been on the screen for a while before it hits my eyeballs. Because I'm looking at the top of the chat where it, it scrolls up to. And it's just suddenly out of nowhere, just a bunch of deleted messages. <laughs> deleted by Adrian. <laughs> Typically Adrian. He's he's quick. Um, every now and then Earthly gets in there. Uh, Earthly will crackle his uh, knuckles and jump in there. But no, it's 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 sometimes based on that. But we'll, we'll see again. Anyways. Oni says, uh, is there any news regarding Overlord new movie? I don't think so. I haven't heard anything. I don't think we've seen anything on that. I would, um, I think I had it up a minute ago. No, I didn't. It was, it was dot hack stuff. Let's see. Let's see. Yep. Nothing yet. Absolute crickets. Absolute crickets. Sorry. No answer for you. Let's see. Gudako says, uh, was answering question. Bad Gudako. Sky says, favorite LGBT anime manga, either can or not. Bloom into you. Straight up. Bloom into you. Say it, Chris. Don't say Ginger Romantica. <laughs> I'm trying to remember, honestly. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. Apparently, according to our podcast, Ginger Romantica. Sure. Um, Ginger Romantica. I don't know. The, the, Ginger Romantica kind of falls in that category of what I exactly hate. Um, is that, like, super, like, overly aggressiveness. It's, That's it's always been... It's kinda, like well, top... It's like top... Um, What's the best way I can describe that in a sense of the, the fandom? It's literally like top uh, fantasizing. It's fantasizing the idea of, of topness. Like this guy is so overbearing and he just he, he takes over and I can't do anything about it. I don't like it. I really don't like it. But yeah, I think Blue Into You has always been my top favorite. Like it's it was a first time getting into that kind of stuff where it was like this feels this feels natural. It doesn't feel overbearing which I get a lot with a lot of them. It, it is. It always feels like one side is pushy until the other yeah. side allows. Well, and that, and that's, and that's, that's, that's when I, I mean, we, I did an entire podcast based on the idea of the top bottom problem. I, I absolutely have always despised that about it. It, it in a, in a lot of ways, it's the same. It, it's, it's no different than poking fun at the at the tropes as far as the harem uh uh is concerned where that you've got the um the don dere the do the the kudere the the sundere the all, all those different types well yeah it's the same thing I mean, you you if you don't like those you probably should have a problem with the top bottom it's they are they're they're not it, it doesn't feel natural and so when you do find those ones that do have that where it does actually feel very natural in its predilections i mean it's it, it they're they're hard to find but off the top of my head no i have i can't think of one off the top of my head i'm blooming to you is 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 a good one for sure but these um, are the season where's the other oh yeah troika <laughs> i was like where's the other? oh yeah troika Troika just got stuck in Idolish 7 stuff for the longest time and finally gave us Overtake, and hopefully they'll go back to Bloomin' to you. But probably not. Probably just a one-shot advertisement for the manga like usual. 
Anyways, yeah, that's um, that's that. Uh, let's see, Forestick Man says good day. What anime do you think would make good visual novel? For example, a harem you could. Oh my gosh! Immediately jumped my head with a hundred girlfriends. Uh, for for example, a harem you could have a route for each girl. Therefore, everyone wins. Yeah, I, I think a hundred girlfriends who really really love you. It would take a lot of production. Like, could you imagine them making a? I mean, technically, it would be a. It would probably be a kinetic visual novel, but I mean, you could technically well, make. I that. wouldn't it, mind. It would take some major major programming and, and did, planning out but they could technically make like a no matter what you just you choose your route in order to pick up the girls at what time but eventually you'll get them all or you can choose not to i guess did they actually do you remember if uh world god only knows actually made a visual novel out of that i thought it was based off of a game wasn't it or was it a light novel no it the idea is that um he's he's breaking the game Right, he's, um, he's, but yeah, he, he's, he's he, a he game was, super gamer. But I thought it was based off of a a game, wasn't it, or was it a manga or something? Yeah, you know, I I want to say that it it was originally a light novel or or a. It was based off of a manga. Yeah, I guess it could be turned into an actual game. That'd be because that that one is actually really kind of a cool concept of save the girl and you, and you're saving the world literally so save i the mean girl, save the world um so that that concept is really cool and it would be a it would really play right straight into the the um the light novel or the the connect kinetic novel type thing so yeah the wikipedia says no game and wikipedia is all-knowing so just just saying uh, let's see here. What was another one I was thinking of? Um, I mean, yeah, technically any any case where it's a story of characters that you really like. I mean, yeah, technically with like, you know, say you have a waifu in a show like, say me, Roxy for Mashoko. Yeah, it'd be really cool to have a a game, uh, uh, some sort of visual novel or whatever that I yeah, can just romance Roxy. And that's the story. That would actually be really cool. They should do that. Like, yes, they would have to technically shorten the story <laughs> like just have it focused on rudy's early life and just have him romance one of the girls and then the story kind of just cuts off doesn't go like beyond like the displacements and or whatever that would be kind of fun anyways uh what else he says favorite light novels that have gotten an anime that you would love to see get an anime adaptation that haven't gotten anime that you would like to see an anime um adaptation I don't really have any light novels that I've been reading that have not got anime adaptations. I mean, we usually go back. I did do. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I've done a lot of manga that haven't got anime adaptations, but, um, I have read the manga version of JK Haru. And I would like to say that, see that one have an adaptation if it was, you know, well adapted, but, um, yeah, I don't, I don't have any, well, we, Technically, finally got a re-announcement for Spice and Wolf, so that's nice. I would like to get more Grimgar. <laughs> that, right. way, that way I can put off reading the light novels for a little bit longer, knowing that there's another season of that coming around. But uh, have you actually been reading anything that's not the opposite? You said that... No. I do, yeah. Well, I do I do dabble in, but it's, it's not something that... Um, by the time it actually matters, it you're literally playing into the system of anime industry. You are yeah. watching the previews and then you're reading the novel. Pretty much. 
You're, you're getting you're getting that advertisement that sends you over to it. Yep. It's literally what they're doing. Mm-hmm. That's what most people do. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, what else? Uh, anime whose source material you enjoy but didn't like the anime. Season two of Mashuko. Uh, so I'm a spider, so what? But I haven't read the novel, but I'm assuming it's better. Yeah. I would imagine Classroom Elite. You've been reading that one, didn't you? I have not done to? that one. Yeah. I've heard nothing but bad. See, my, most of my experience there is a lot of people saying that this source material, the source material is like way better. Um, but yeah, I, I think my my only experience I've had so far, which is very limited because I haven't really read much besides Bison Wolf and a little bit of Grimgar and, again, deep diving into Mashuko, my only experience where, and it's not even that bad of an experience, it's just that's my worst experience, which is very limited. I felt like that first part of season two of Mashuko just didn't capture the story well enough. It was still a nine out of ten anime, just not well enough, so... What else? Uh, what series do you think has the best school uniforms? My gosh. Um, how long do you have? <laughs> no, what was that? Uh, I think I'm going to uh, look this up. I got to look this up. I think Irregular probably probably is my favorite. Is it that one? I That's uh, the one off the top of my head. But which I one mean, are you saying? I'm, I'm, I'm Irregular. Magic High. It kind of it's kind of simple. What do you got? Akashic records of the bastard magic instructors. Yes, the garter belt, thigh highs, belly shown. Why is this a school uniform anime? I remember when we when that show first came out, it was like, what are these uniforms? I like it. <laughs> they had like the most. It was literally one of those cases where you like, what pervert said this school, this is their outfit. Like the shortest skirt possible. Again, like the whole garter belt thing, the belly showing straps on the side of the, of the, of the, of the, um, the bellies and all that kind of stuff. It was just a wild, wild outfit, but no, like legit. Ah, I'm thinking it was, it's one of the keys. One of the key series, I really liked the outfits. They were super cute. A lot of the key uh, series outfits are really good. Charlotte was kind of blah. What else? Um, This is not a list of key anime. (laughs) That is not a list of key anime. I don't care. Go away. I want to continue with the stabling. CBR. Okay, thank you. Rewrites, they were okay. I said Charlotte's air was okay. Was it? Canon, maybe it was Canon that I'm thinking of. I don't think it was Little Busters. Definitely not Angel Beats. Angel Beats was super plain, just regular sailor uniforms and business or suited. I think it's Canon. Let me see Canon, especially like the winter outfits. A lot of the key animes they have these really nice winter outfits for school. Yeah, I think it was Canon. I really like that kind of. I like that kind of cape, almost overcloak thing going on. That's the only ones I can think of off the top of my head, though. A lot of a lot of the key ones and Akashic Record. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, please go Google it right now. It is. It, I guess you could do it in public. It's not that bad, but yeah, it's 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 special. It is super special. Anyways, uh, what else has he got? How would you? Did you have an answer, or do you remember? Oh, you were saying um, irregular. Yeah, regular. 
Let's see. I don't remember the girls' outfits were there. I just remember the guys' outfits were super plain. What, regular? Uh-huh. Oh, the, the girls had the really graceful um, kind of long. Yeah, they had two different ones, though. They had that for the, the leaves and the knots. Yeah, I remember, like, yeah, the girls' outfits were good. I, I like the girls' outfits. These guys were just kind of very plain. Yeah, I mean, I, they kind of look cool, but... I, I'm not thinking of the guys when I'm thinking of... <laughs> I'm sorry. Same. Same, Chris. Same. There's, there's nothing special about the dudes in the key animes. I'm just thinking about the girls. Akashic Records. Would I talk about the short skirts? No, the guys, the guys don't wear that. The guys stupid. The guys don't wear that. Don't worry. They're not wearing skirts. How would you rank visual novels, light novels, anime, manga in order of enjoyment, regardless of how much time you, uh, how much time you have to enjoy each one of them? Do what? I guess he's saying, how would you rank um, each one of the different mediums in order of enjoyment, regardless of how much time you have to enjoy each of them? Yeah, that's still not making sense. In order to enjoy, in order of enjoyment, regardless of how much time you have to want each one of them. I think the English is breaking on that one. I think he's asking us to put our enjoyment of each uh, medium in order, regardless of if we actually put mon- uh, time in, in, regardless of if we're investing time. So video games obviously is one of our favorite things, but we oh, don't each invest one of them a lot of enjoyment, no matter how much time you spend on them. Okay, right. I get you, I get you. Um, that is a tough question. I mean, because I, I naturally I, I get a lot of enjoyment out of like video games, obviously. And so my natural inclination, games, though. huh? He didn't list video games, though. Well, e- each medium. He said light novel, visual novel, manga and anime. You can put that in there. That's fine. I'm just I'm just joking at you. Well, I guess that would make sense. Um, I don't know, because that, for me, regardless of time, light novels, I, I wish I had more time to just read Probably. endlessly yeah and that's mainly because again i'm i'm sort of skewed in the idea that i'm reading mushoko tensei and i'm very afraid at this point that i'm gonna go into something else and go holy crap the writing's just not as good <laughs> we'll see though um but yeah i i've been having way too much fun reading and as much as i i used to hate reading but i think it's because it's a story that i'm really enjoying it i'm just getting super invested in it um so despite the fact that I only really attribute a good day of my schedule each week consuming a novel, and then it's a lot of note taking and stuff like that. So that's why it takes so long. Um, but I would put that at the top because I'm enjoying it so much. But then, yeah, anime is going to be right behind it. Light novel, I just I've tried and I don't it just doesn't work for me I, as much as I have like a bunch bought that I want to eventually get to. I just don't feel the commitment. Maybe, granted, if I were to give it a designation, like maybe doing like a Clonod Sundays and actually actually go through it and make videos on you it. You mean visual novels? Right. Okay. I would probably do a lot better, but typically with visual novels, I don't really have the time or feeling a commitment in them as much as I want to. Um, but again, it may just be me just trying to find that one that really clicks for me. I mean, I've finished a lot of them, like Planeta, uh, Planetas and stuff like that. Planetarium. Um, but, uh, yeah. It's kind of lower on that. Manga, I really love. I really enjoy. I so think that, that would probably be right behind anime. So, light novel, anime, manga, visual novel. That's that's where I, I, I kind of have my 
my mix because I, I, I would put in this weird category, um, light novels and, and manga in the same, same area. I, I really, really enjoy them, but time is absolutely my, my biggest enemy. Um, and so I kind of go with anime as this kind of nice little, it's everything I need. It's super easy to consume. And I think <laughs> yeah. that's what makes anime so great. And yeah, granted, if it is a good adaptation, yeah. that's the whole thing. That's the only reason I'm really putting light novel up there is because it's the, it's the ultimate like raw. You're getting the whole story. Whereas with an anime, there's still that fear of like, I'm not getting the whole story here. Yeah. Um, like with this first season of, of Mashoko, it's like, literally, I feel like that was such a great adaptation, despite the fact they skipped like a whole thing in Millis and they skipped the whole thing with um the Westport and they they skipped all the stuff with the Dragon King realm it's still like a, such a good adaptation that I I thoroughly enjoyed it it's visually it added visual it added it added voices and those are voices that even when I'm reading this the story I, I still have in my head I still read them as if I'm hearing their voices from the show so there is like an added value that you are getting from that and yes it's really easy to consume and I think that's what kind of makes it fight with light novels for me in the in the end is because I literally just hit it and I watch it Rather than, you know, find the novel itself and start reading and it takes much longer because I'm not a super fast reader, um, especially since I take notes. <laughs> since, especially since I take notes. Which is technically a lot of the shows that I cover takes me forever to watch because I'm taking notes too. Um, like I'm watching like Apothecary Diaries or something like that. And it takes me, I, I look at the clock after I'm done. I'm like, that episode took me an hour to watch because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just taking notes the whole time. I, I am a... I am a right to solidify type uh, consumer. If I write it down, it solidifies itself better in my head. So that's why. Anyways, what, what was your ranking? Pretty much light novels and ma- manga at the top and then anime. And visual novels at the bottom. Well, something's, visual novels something's are... got to be down there, Chris. I've got to find find a visual <laughs> novel. I, I've got to actually consume visual novels before I can start... You've never, I mean, you've started some, right? Started some. Yeah. I mean, you played games that are technically visual novels, like yep. uh, Mortal Chronicles and stuff like that. Yeah. Mortal Chronicles. I want to play that again. It's been so long. Let's I've see. gotten so far in those games and I, n- never, I never have finished them. them. I never finish them. <laughs> never finish them. I, I know that I'm like at the spot before the, the end on one of them. And I have I refuse to start the second one because I need to finish the first one. <laughs> I love that game. Uh, it's such a good game. The art, the <laughs> art is so chef kiss. Like the art is so freaking chef kiss. Uh, Forstick Man's last question, and I think it's the most bold question. This is the one that's going to get some. So that's getting heat. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm reading this because I want to make sure that we get everything in there. You're not going to delete his comment. I might afterwards. <laughs> I'm going to act like I'm reading it right now, and then I'll just delete it from the podcast. What happened to the intros and outros on the episodes? And typically, with the first episodes of every anime, they might not have the OP and the ED, and that's because they're just trying to get that introduction to get people kind of grabbed. And plus, a lot of them have um, spoilers in them. But they typically, every episode beyond then, they usually have them unless there's like a really pinnacle point they're opening an episode with. Unless he's talking about our show. <laughs> Chris! Crash! I want to drive him crazy when he comes down the comments in the score going, that's not what I'm asking. 
Um, yeah, it's just I it was more the fact that it's a long story, really, honestly. Um, it started out because I was trying to take down the load on the hosting that we were having the podcast on, and I had to lower the quality of the podcast itself to a lower quality mono, and the music, when I attached them to the files, did not sound good on that. So I ultimately decided at some point to cut them completely. Plus, I was also taking the podcast raw and shooting it straight onto YouTube at the same time, and YouTube would get angry if I put the music in there. Then that ultimately came to a decision of just remaining it that way because we were going to Spotify to host it. And I was afraid at some point Spotify is going to pick up on a system that picks up the music on an algorithm and automatically flags you and copyrights you and all that kind of crap, just like YouTube does. So I decided ultimately just to not bother that way in the future. I don't have to deal with that. Or you could just blame me. Chris was lazy. Chris said to stop doing it. <laughs> there you go. And I said, Chris, <laughs> but people like the music in the opening. And he's like, stop it. And I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> and ever again so there you go uh we still i still risk everything by doing the music episodes but again that's more of a thing because if something does come up it's really easy to knock out a bunch of music episodes rather than literally edit 700 episodes <laughs> so that's your answer um if you want four stick man i got an idea for you <laughs> you know what? i got an idea let's see if we're in the Ready? same the same spot go ahead you can go to our music playlist on spotify.com <laughs> listen to a song on spotify.com in the otaku spirit picks right is that what's called yeah otaku spirits picks on spotify listen to let it play whatever songs on there and immediately once the track's over stop and then go over to our podcast and start playing it and that'll give and you the that, same the, experience the podcast is because on, the podcast is on spotify as well that's true because all of those picks on otaku spirit picks those are our selected songs. There you so go. So you're getting the same experience. We selected those, and I always end up selecting those for the podcast episodes. So it's the same experience. Um, anyway, that was the only. Well, no, no, no. It's not the same exact experience yes. because no, oh, you get the full no. length. You get the full length. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Because I never did full length on our. Well, I did sometimes, but we, I usually never did it because it would be like somebody sitting through like a five minute long song and go, <laughs> "Is this a podcast? When do these people talk?" Um, but yeah, there you go. That's 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 your answer. Can we do one more? Let's see if Ramblin' Bear has a quick question. Ramblin' Bear says, is there an anime series that you think would have a uh, have been better received if it was released today rather than when it originally aired? Hmm. This is a really, really interesting question in a lot of regards because... There's a side of me that feels like certain things like Panty and Stocking, which is technically getting another anime here soon, is going to be a really nice indication of that. And I feel like there is a, a bit of an intrigue in things that were older and extremely offensive that might actually get a lot of traction these days because they're so offensive. Um, I see a lot of people mentioning that Pantheon Stocking could have never, before they announced the end of the season, I remember seeing a lot of people memeing saying Pantheon and Stocking could never exist today. It's going to happen. It's going to be curious if it will be as, as offensive as it I, used to be. I, I, because I think it's going to take off now better than ever before because it's literally the answer a lot of people want right now, which is to say middle finger. It's kind of like um, uh, Magical Destroyers. Yeah. When that first couple episodes, I really felt like it was a middle finger to everything. And I was like, yeah, do it. Granted, it kind of cooled down, but 
it is technically what I think a lot of things uh, people want is a a middle finger to censorship and a middle finger to um I guess sensibilities. I I think you're right in a lot of ways. Um that that's if anything that's going to be what would do it right. But because I I I, I hesitate to say anything that that was in the older style being brought up. Yeah. But as far as an older show releasing today, catching fire better. No, not necessarily. Um, this is a really interesting twist on the, on the question that we hear all the time of, of what would you like to get remade? I mean, it, we, yeah, I mean, we, the, you, the, you hear the, that the question, question some... is what you want, but what would be successful? Yeah, like I can argue. I mean, this is gonna be this is gonna be some some really uh, gutsy response here. I bet you, Akira wouldn't be that popular. No, it, it's so funny that well, these days it really feels like a lot of those kind of see why Akira was so popular is because it was so it was so limited what we got, and when that came over here, it was literally like. It was game changing compared to everything else. It was game changing, and I could just feel like that being something that would completely lost in like the flow of things and not really be that successful. Granted, yes, technically also, it's not a complete story. It was like pretty much an original end, and it didn't really end that good. No. <laughs> like if you think about it, Akira didn't really end that good. That's why I have the manga set to eventually read. Um, it didn't really have a good ending. Um, I mean, it had an ending, but it wasn't a like a great ending. It had it had a good build up, climax, final boss kind of situation, and the resolve. But it wasn't. It, there was so much more to it that they could have got into. Like, what the hell is this Akira? It never really gets into it. I mean, no. the, the the main thing that causes the whole thing is not really explained. Um, but yeah, it, I don't know that, that would do. I mean, they are going to be doing a new one. Um, Sunrise Sunrise is doing it. Um, hopefully, it doesn't have too much more CGI than the original one had. The original one did technically have CGI in it, by the way. Um, fun fact, it, it was a very simple thing. It's just this little kind of like thing in the computer that was in CGI. But yeah, it's going to have a new one. I don't know if they're going to do a full readaptation and actually do the full story. But that's been what announced five, six years ago and Sunrise has been pretty much quiet on it since then. But yeah, things like Escaflone, um, Akira. There's so many of those older shows that I just don't think would be. I I would even argue there's a chance that without any knowledge of Neon Jesse Evangelion, I don't even know if that would be popular these days. No, I think it would. Honestly, I would. I think Evangelion would possibly grab people. I again. think it would based on. I I think that people are like reset, like reset. Evangelion never happened. We don't even know what that property is, and then suddenly out of nowhere. This company shows up and says, we're going to make this show. It's called Evangelion. I think that there I is think a... it could pull it off because there was so many things that worked for that show that came all came together perfectly, which is, again, the, the same case with things like Akira and stuff like that. But I think it also has the ability to grab a broad audience with its themes and what it presents, whereas Akira is very, it's very specific. Well, I think. OK, no, there's... I, I'm wrong. If Cyberpunk took off as much as it did, Akira would. I that's what I was getting ready to say. I didn't think I about actually that. Akira think did, uh, Cyberpunk did really well, and it's very similar. Not similar, like it. They're they're cyber. It's anyway. Sorry, go. There's a 
there's a drive for people that want um, raw. Um, I, I almost want to say raw emotion, but it's not just raw emotion. It's 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 down in the dirty um, reality checks, and I think Akira has that to a to an extent. And I I, I believe Evangelion would do the same thing. Um, there's there's this thirst for stop trying to sugarcoat my story. Give me the real deal. And that's that's one kind of one of the th- reasons why I think that e- I know I, I always bash the Western types uh, properties, but one of the reasons why Dark Knight did well is that kind of getting down in the dirty, this is a, a descent into this story. Um, a lot of these other shows, um, your 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 games, some of the games are doing kind of similar things. Going, where, a lot of them are going to anti-heroes. Yeah, anti-heroes. It's 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 not necessarily that we want to see the dark side of a superhero. It's we more along the lines of them. There's complexity. Like, like we the want, boys is pretty much that. It's like the complexity of a character to be not just pure. It's not the old Superman who is the the nicest guy ever. It's the um, what was the fighting game version of the, the with that whole situation where they literally like they turned Superman super evil. It's like, yeah, seeing how he's oh, wow, he's actually flawed. <laughs> he actually gets mad and destroys a lot of things. And it, it, it it's it's one of those sad things of it's not necessarily that um, that people don't or that people want to see um evil it's more along the lines of they want to be able to relate to them and i i think that that's a a an, a thing that we as a human culture if you want to say it that way we want reality we want truth we want we don't want all your your fluffy butterflies and rainbows we want just tell us the truth and I think that that is us as a humanity we we are striving for is we want to see the truth. Uh, yeah, I think it's there's a good balance there because yeah, obviously, I mean you you've you've echoed it so many times. There there's times where when you when you want to escape into positivity, um, but I think as a, I, I think it's good to be to be forced to kind of think to kind of to have a thought provoking moment where you're reading into something and you suddenly go. Is this a good thing? Is that moral gray area? It makes you question it. And at the same time, it presents the idea in a way that makes you go, yeah, I can see that this is wrong. I, I, it's like I always say whenever I like a really good villain that I, I understand them, but I don't agree with them. Right. I understand why they did it, but I'm not saying it's a good thing. And I'm not saying I would do the same thing. It's just I'm saying I'm glad I see your perspective, even though you're wrong. You're, you're. I'm I'm glad that we can come to this understanding. Pull the trigger. <laughs> it's like I'm glad we got that cleared up. Bye. <laughs> I'm good to see you go now. Um, it, it is it is very interesting, and it does kind of present a lot of questions. That again, I think is is a good exercise. I love those thought experiments. I love the gray areas. I love really kind of questioning: is this a good thing or a bad thing? And I think there is a lot of those older stories that technically do that. And I I think in those cases, those ones would actually work very well these days. Yeah. Um, I mean, a good a good example of something in the older days that actually is working well, and I guess technically it's based off Origin, which is a a different separate manga series. But the Gundam series, 
I think going into Origin was a nice, refreshing kind of retake on that. And I would really love to see how they can... I think Gundam would be a very fascinating case of re rebuilding 79. Rebuild the original OG Gundam. Retell that story with, you know, you know, updating the pacing, getting it really kind of narrowed down. I think it would be I think it would be a phenomenal series if they did it right. We'll see if the new um Netflix CGI anime is going to be doing that. Did you see that? No. The Netflix uh released a trailer for I think they're using Unreal Engine. They're making a... You remember Igloo? <laughs> did you watch Gundam Igloo with me? Was the CGI I one? I say that we did. Uh, I mean, that didn't look that bad. But yeah, it's pretty much... They're doing that. They're making a full CGI Gundam series. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I don't remember when they said it was going to release, but... What was the question? <laughs> what was the question? What would be better... Uh, if it was oh, released today, yeah, releasing today rather than I, I'm, I'll be very, I'm not very necessarily would it be better, but would it catch fire? I'm very curious if Spice and Wolf's going to do better this time around. I it was, be it was a beloved franchise, but I don't know how popular it was. I remember back when it first came out, my circles, people were crazy on it. Like it was hollow, 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 all over the place. Every fan site, every fan sub site, every one of them had hollow somewhere on the screen. People loved hollow. So I'll be very curious to see if she, if it, if it really grabs people this time around. And and it, that part does sort of scare me. I hope they're more faithful now, but there's a side of me that almost wonders if they will be less faithful just to make it more appealing. I wonder if they'll change it. I wonder if they'll, I wonder if they'll, they'll make it easier to consume. I hope not. I really hope not. I think people will riot. <laughs> I think especially the super fans, they will riot and they will have some, they'll have some fires to put out on their end. I think they'll, I think they're going to probably be as equally adapting it. I think just as equally, they will be cutting a lot of that inner dialogue that they did with the last adaptation. Because honestly, as much as I did love what I have read the first three volumes, I, I sort of understood. It wasn't, it wasn't like a lot. It was like Mashoko. I hate even the considering any of that inner dialogue being taken out. But when I read through Spice and Wolf, yes, I really felt like, crap, I understand Lawrence so much better yeah. reading it. But at the same time, I don't feel like I'm like, damn it, I hate the anime now. I still enjoy the anime. Yeah. So, if the, 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 the anime captured a lot more of the solitude. The chemistry. This, the chemistry and the solitude. I think that they 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 mood they they mood they captured mood. the mood of the moments a lot better. Yeah. Um where whereas with the with the light novel whatever um yeah like like Andrew's saying it he, Lawrence is all up in his head. He's talking about all up in he's there. he's thinking about everything. He's talking about how many veins are and on the back of his con- eyeball. He, he's constantly it's actually funny how much he he goes back and forth on is is hollow messing with him on this or that or this or that so <laughs> she in his head rent free she is up in his head um <laughs> uh, i guess we'll call it there um yeah as chris always says more questions more questions more questions yeah we need more questions, more questions guys so what do we got? What do we got for schedule? I was actually looking at this today because somebody actually brought up a very good question on our Mushuka Monday, which is 
are you taking a week break for Christmas? And I went, oh, yeah, that's right. Christmas is Monday. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, um, I guess I might. I, I guess I might for the first time in what? I think I even did. Did I do one last year for, for Mashuka Monday? Of course, my, my, my schedule for Mashuka Mondays was kind of flexible. Like, I didn't do, I didn't actually attach it. There's another nice, um, who was asking about the Mashuka Mondays earlier? Was it, was it Vione or was it Forrest Hickman? Um, it was Vione. Po uh, nice uh, trivia for you guys. Mashuka Monday used to not be specifically Monday. It used to just be my Mashuka analysis. Like, I, I don't, I don't even think I had it set to Monday. And then for some reason, at some point, I started doing it Mondays. Then everybody started saying Mashuka Monday. And then I said, oh, that's a cool, catchy thing. And it just kind of naturally happened that I turned it into Mashuka Mondays. And then it became a premiere every Monday. Or no, it became, it was scheduled every Monday. And then eventually, I was like, let's try a premiere. The premieres are really well. So, by the way, cool thing for everybody that doesn't care about Mashuka Mondays. Um, not this week, but last week's. So we had a record. 656 viewers. That was pretty cool. But, um, what was I going with this? But yeah, I, I I don't think it. I think I probably had it released outside of Monday, or maybe I should release it and let people watch it if they wanted to. Is is Christmas always Mondays? No, it isn't. Right? It's not always that that same week. It would be changing. It's always based on it's the, the day, twenty fifth, not the week. So Christmas is the twenty fifth. No, I'm saying it's not Monday every single year. Right. Right. Twenty <laughs> fifth is not Monday every single year for December. That would be dumb. Anyways. Christmas <laughs> is always the 25th, probably, Andrew. That's, that's, but, but Christmas is not always Monday. Um, so at that, by that point, yeah, that would mean that probably it wasn't a Christmas Monday. So I probably was able to do Mishuko Monday last year. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll probably have a week off for that one. I'll, Either that or just release it on Mishoko, Mishoko, Mish, Mushuko. <laughs> That word on Tensei Tuesday? Tensei Tuesday. Tensei there Tuesday. you go. <laughs> Tensei Tuesday? Tensei Tuesday. Uh, I'll, 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 yeah, I'll, I'll edit. The, I'll be like, happy motion. I can't even say it. <laughs> happy Tensei Tuesday. <laughs> no, I'll say, um, what's the other way of saying it? Um, tensei. Tensei Tuesday. That way it makes everyone mad. You say Tensei, man, it triggers people. I get angry. It's like saying Luffy. <laughs> Do you know Luffy is my favorite character? Have you ever seen that show with Luffy in it? Oh my gosh. They had that at the parade with the, the Macy's <laughs> parade. They had no <laughs> wait, wait for the joke. Wait for the punchline. Um, I haven't even gotten to the punchline and I'm already busted up. They had I only have a rough idea of what happened. I don't even know. I just know that there was a balloon that was might a have been uh, might have been a One Piece character and might have got popped. It, it yeah, it lost the hat. <laughs> it lost the brim of the hat. Basically, I'm I'm actually I thought it was gonna go down, but apparently they had it sectionized, so it, it didn't go down. Oh, okay, uh, which makes sense because as long as so the as long as the survived. hole isn't. As long as the air leaving it is not greater so than the, the air entering it. the kids didn't actually get traumatized by this experience. Yeah, what was the last time that that happened? <laughs> there was like one, what was the last balloon that did that? Um, yeah, completely like pummeled everybody. It was great. Um, not really. I hope nobody died. And that was a really bad joke. That'd be the third bad joke this this podcast episode. Um, no, it, it was it was one of those ones where the, when he popped up on the scene, I'm like, please, new ca newscaster, say Luffy. <laughs> please say luffy please say luffy um it was great they said it right i think they said it right i don't know anyways 
what we talking about? I yeah, the the anyways, uh I guess we'll leave it there. Again, like Chris said, um more more is great. But yeah, that that was what I was talking about. Just like Mashukum Monday. Andrew, 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 Andrew. I just realized something. You're wrong anyway. Because it's actually Rufi. 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 Like Rufis? <laughs> okay, thank you. That's so much better. The one piece apparently is <laughs> narcotics. <laughs> it technically, based on the live action, I'm not sure if it's faithful to the manga, he technically ate some very questionable fruit. <laughs> Which that was like I said when I when I watched the light novel or night novel the live action I was very intrigued by it that it was a lot more there was a lot more going on with the powers and everything than I thought there was like the whole it's a pawpaw pawpaw fruit it's a fruit it's a demon fruit devil fruit <laughs> devil fruit um narcotics <laughs> roofies <laughs> roofies eating roofies what are we talking about no back to my point <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. The money the twenty fifth is probably it was a balloon. <laughs> roofies. No, we're talking about roofies. I don't know. Do you want to do? Do you want me to just find? Should I finally release the fairy cast episodes on Christmas? I don't know that you want to record on Christmas for our podcast. I'd like to finish fairy tale. Can we finish fairy tale? <laughs> no, we're never gonna finish fairy tale. But I mean, we could technically record on monday or we can record another day or i can just release like an old podcast that i haven't released yet so i haven't i haven't decided what we're actually going to do for that what do you think <laughs> i don't know i don't know what we're why is that about. so funny monday the 25th which we typically record on mondays do you want to record on the 25th of monday or do you just want to do a releasing of another podcast episode? i don't know <laughs> i don't know i was trying to prepare people my brain is broken now. Okay, Chris has Chris is undecided. We'll fi- we'll figure it out by then. We have technically two, two, three more weeks to figure it out. So, anyways, yeah, that was a fun ending to this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this this <laughs> podcast. As always, we're at talkspare.com. Uh, that's where you can go for all of our links, social media links, ways to get a hold of us, way to support us. Greatly, greatly appreciate everybody that supports everything that we do here. Um, even though it's mostly just Chris giggling to himself. <laughs> like he got some kind I'm of, trying to calm myself down, okay? Pow pow fruit up inside of him. What's a pow pow fruit? What is pow pow fruit from now? Was that fairy tale? Was that fairy tale? I don't think so. Pow pow fruit. Or was that Dragon Ball? It might be. Pow pow fruit? But didn't they have uh, the Ginzu beans? Is it? How is it? Yeah, they did have that too. Zenzu beans? I mean, they, they, they can have both of them. They're like, no, we have sinzu beans. Get the pow pow out of here. <laughs> is it pow pow fruit? What am I thinking of? Pow pow fruit. Is Kingdom Hearts pow pow fruit? Is that what I'm thinking of? That, that, you, pow you pow might fruit? Be right. That is. It's the stupid fruit that the they had on the, the island. Fruit. It was the stupid yeah, star fruit. And he wanted yep. to eat it together with them. Why am I thinking of that? I'm tired. <laughs> Stop. I don't know why I'm thinking of freaking Sora and Kyrie and stuff. <laughs> Kyrie's cute. She's like, she's like the character that you just know is never gonna get with the main character, even though they ship it really early on. <laughs> it's like the the writers like look at them. She was Shh. she was the flower. In the, ship <laughs> in the them. Desert. Ship them. 
Now we're going to separate them and they'll overseas each other again. But keep shipping them for 5,000 more years if we make more titles and you'll figure it out eventually. Anyways. Take care. Oh, <laughs>